Fantastic. Okay. Welcome everyone to in Jules. Just get myself organized. Just had the last um, group call for the last Joyful Cooking group, which was really fun. Um, been making sauces and just getting my naturally healthy club stuff. We went a little bit over time. Okay. Welcome everyone. So week eight, Naturally Healthy Club. And this week we're going to be talking about pleasure. So fun. So I'm going to start with a quote from um, Pavarotti, Luciano Pavarotti. And he says, one of the very nicest things about life is the way we must regularly stop whatever it is we are doing and devote our attention to eating. Um, so I love that, that thought. thought. Okay, so we're going to... Let's talk about, I'll go through our philosophy. So we are in, we eat in, actually, it's really hot in here. I'm just going to strip my jacket off. Um, we eat intentionally to maximize the pleasure of food. We are kind and self-compassionate, not self-indulgent. We love and accept ourselves at every weight. We decide ahead and make intentional choices. Um, let's see. We listen to our bodies and stop when we're satisfied. We manage our self-talk in the moment. We allow urges without resisting or giving in. We are evolving our self-concept with our intentional belief plan. We prioritize um, intentional belief plan. Oh, no, I've lost my spot. Um, we prioritize protein and trust our internal nutrition compass. We are intentional about our habits. We weigh ourselves every day without shame. We focus on one meal at a time. We choose again in any moment. We feel our emotions without buffering and soothe ourselves every day. We enjoy proper meals and intentional snacks. We're getting exactly what we need, exactly when we need it. We're experimenting to find our own naturally healthy process. We're willing to fail as many times as it takes. And we stay naturally healthy with ease and joy. Okay, great. So before we um, talk about plan for today, just I wanted to remind everyone about accountability magic. So something that we discussed at the beginning of the, the program. And just a reminder of what I expect from you. So I expect you guys to develop your habit of doing a five-minute daily practice either attending the weekly call live or listening to the replay or listening to the podcast, um, posting a monthly review either in the group or messaging it to me. And then the, but the biggest thing is I expect you to ask for help when you're struggling. So if you're feeling resistance, if you're checking out or you feel like you're not making progress or you're going into overwhelm, like any of those things, that's, um, um, yes, I want you to like assume, like make sure like it's up to you to ask for help. Like I, I'm an amazing coach. I'm really good, but I need to know that you're struggling and that you need help to in order to help you. So just that's a reminder, and then also a reminder to assume positive intent. So part of the thing about being a coach is yes, part of my job is to be your cheer, biggest cheerleader and your biggest fan, which is, which I totally am. And however, sometimes there's going to be times where like it's important that I like if I see something that I think isn't help, helping you, that I that I shine light on that. And I 
definitely, you know, my style is gentle. I try and do it in the most loving, positive way. However, um, please, yeah, like whenever I am questioning you on, on stuff, just know that I'm, I'm only bringing it up because I, I think that it, it might be helpful to think about something in a, in a different way. However, you are like you have a, the ultimate control over you and what 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 works for you. You know best what works for you. And I'm 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 here to offer suggestions and to like hypotheses that we can experiment with. But really, you know, the, at the end of the day, it's up to, it's up to you. So whenever I do offer those suggestions, don't feel like um, I'm criticizing you or that it's like a, a, like it's anything bad it's only coming from this place of I'm wanting you to succeed I want you to get there faster and so I'm just offering suggestions like and I'm never ever saying that my way is the only way and that there's not like a hundred different ways to millions of different ways to be a naturally healthy person so just a reminder about about that piece and also like just a reminder that you can always expect honesty and transparency and humanness from me like there's times where I won't that's where I aspire to, but there will be times where I'm in a rush and I'm particularly in circle, like typing something and I just might type it quickly and I won't consider all the ways that it could be perceived. So, and particularly with the written word, it can be so easy to, for me to think, mean it in one way and for it to be perceived in another way. So please, yeah, assume that positive intent. And yeah, just, I wanted to let you all know that there was someone who was part of the group who did like we decided she decided to like leave and one of the things that she said was that she did feel criticized and so of course like I'm looking at ways that I can do that and I've you know apologized to her and but I and I so I'm going to be way more mindful of that moving forward but I want all there's like you know two two of us dancing in this dance so I'm going to be more mindful of, of of being critical however I also if I need to call something out I need to like I'm not going to just sugarcoat everything because that's not going to be helpful. Like I don't want to spoil you. Like we're thinking about parenting, like, you know, just always, always not being confronting can be just as damaging as being critical. So we want to, I'm trying to find that balance. I'm not always going to succeed because I'm human. So um, bear with me for that. So that was accountability magic. So plan for today. We've got some news. We'll do our review. So I want you to start thinking now about what's working well. And I'm going to expect, to hear from all of you at least one thing um, then we'll do a quick recap on what we covered last week and then we'll go through our process and then we're going to talk about pleasure so one of my favorite favorite things and we're going to talk about the why and the how and some obstacles and then we're going to do our progress quiz together as a group and then we'll um, I'll open it up for coaching so that is the plan for today so in terms of news, if you haven't already sent your address, just um, message that to Caroline so that we can send you a copy of your print playbook. Um, for the Australians, that's they're getting printed in the US, so it's taking some time for them to get here. But as soon as they're here, I will let you know. Um, so that that is happening, and a lot of people have already received them, which is awesome. Um, let's see. In terms of challenges, so September, our focus is going to be on pleasure and we're going to be do, doing a, the pleasure project rather than a challenge this month. So stay tuned. I'll, um, I'll post in the group about that this week. Uh, just a reminder with the buddy program that 
um, you have two buddies and but it's not like you have a pot of three like your buddies everyone has different buddies so just a reminder to check in with your buddy and like be nice to your buddy and support them and and yeah, it doesn't it only takes a few seconds to send a quick message so like I encourage you to do that because that can be a way to get so much more out of a program um, and I've been doing that with my in my business coaches group and it's been so um, yeah so good so so yeah like I you definitely get like I'm getting out way more than I'm putting in for that so it's really really fun Okay, um, circle post of the week prize goes to um, Margaret McKay, who said, um, today, I bought a, today I was going, so she'd had a tough week and she said, today I was going to buy a, a loaf of my favourite sourdough bread just for a piece or a loaf. Um, instead, I decided to tune into Jules's daily podcast, Wow and Thank You, and to reread some NHC thoughts. I, I can wait. I can feel my emotions without buffering. I'm going to focus on one meal at a time. How will I feel in an hour? How will I feel tomorrow? And pausing to feel grateful. And so her son had been in a motorcycle accident. Pausing to feel grateful that my son is alive. My granddaughter is going to uni. I love my old friends. Change is possible. What an amazing change for me. So well done, Margaret. And thank you for sharing in the group. Like it's so, so awesome to, to notice like, notice that something was going on and then actually tune in instead and like yeah so beautiful and so if you want to win the prize next week just all you need to do is just post something in the group whether that's a review whether it's a win that you've had a new insight something that you're struggling with as well we love to hear about the the failing um or something inspiring like a podcast and quote whatever that would be good too and then other news um so we're coming to the end of August. So your August review is now due. So looking forward to reading your reviews. And if you're not sure about what to do with reviews, if you just go into circle under the review section, um, at the top of that, there's a post that explains like what to include in your reviews. So, but don't, it doesn't have to be this big, amazing thing. Like it can just be, the review can just be, I'm still here. Like that's good enough. Like it doesn't have to be, epic <laughs> um, and a, a quick and dirty review is better than no reviews so um, so yeah just in, really encourage you to share with the group just to check in and if you don't like sharing publicly of course you can always send me a direct message with your review and it's just like a quick check-in of like hey Jules this is where I'm at or this is what I'm struggling with um, is really really helpful so I'm going to be looking out for those to make sure we've got everyone's reviews speaking of which um, let's I want to check in with everyone and see how what's working well. So you can either type in the chat or if you want to unmute yourself and or raise your hand if you've got something you want to share with the group. Let's see who someone must have something that's working well if they can share. I can share. Yay, awesome, Mary. I just I had trouble staying connected, so I had to switch devices. Um, I last week I talked about maybe starting like a naturally healthy club, Grace, before oh, the yes. meeting. Yeah, it's actually working really well um, because I was having a hard time remembering to stop midway between the meal in the meal and remind myself, and I would find that by the time I remembered to do that, I was almost done. So. Um, so instead 
I usually catch myself like no more than one bite in. And then I stop and I kind of, put, you know, just think, okay, I'm a naturally healthy person. I can stop when I have enough. I'm going to enjoy every bite, you know, just some things like that. And then, you know, sometimes it's a prayer. <laughs> it's like, please, <laughs> yeah. help, please help me do this. And sometimes it's just, you know, a little, a little self-coaching. And that's been working really well. Love that. Love that. Yeah. I, I like, and I like that you've called it naturally healthy grace. That's really, that's really cool, Mary. Yeah. Excellent. And so it sounds like like, and there's different thoughts that are coming in on different days. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. It, it depends like sometimes, cause I would listen to your thought for the day in the, in the evening. So some days um, that might come up, but usually I try to think, that, you know, a big picture and then um, something about I'm going to focus on my food or I'm going to enjoy every bite and then I'm going to stop like in that order, you know, yeah. sort of you know, like this is how it's going to happen. So Right. So you're actually visualizing it happening. Yeah. Telling yourself yeah. this is what this is what's going to happen, Miriam. Like, let's get on board. I love it. Coaching yourself. So good. Excellent. OK. Who else has something they want to share? Um, let's see. Someone else want to talk? Sheila, did you want to? I've been finding oh, that, uh, that the daily practice, um, I've been using the five minute journal and it, that, that daily ritual, in fact, I make it part of my daily morning ritual and the, formatting the simplicity of the five minute journal. Um, there's no, you know, it's, in my mind, there's no excuse not to do it. Um, you know, it's laid out in front of me and it's fill in the blanks and you can pick up patterns over time. Great, Bill. Yeah. So if any, what are you like? So what are you noticing? Like when you, on the days when you do it, like are you, um, um, noticing that um, sporadic in the um, stopping when I'm full or, you know, feel um, satisfied. Yeah. Satiety, yes. Um, and seeing that repeated the number of days is like saying, you know, come on, there's no excuse. You can't. Today, <laughs> you did it yesterday, you did it the day before. Um, at least on that, we could track together and move on. Yeah, great, great. Yeah. So you're using it as evidence like that you can you can do this. Right. Yeah, that's really great, Bill. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone else want to share? So Marianne's just a daily practice thinking about the day ahead. Sheila said daily practice leaving food on my plate. Yay, Sheila. Adine said made proper breakfast almost every day. Yay. That's amazing. Kate said planning um, my eating for the day ahead. Yeah. Thinking that through. How fun, Kate. Like 
get to, I like, that's one of my favorite parts about my daily practice. Like, oh, what am I going to have today? Like, it's really, uh, yeah, like you can bring some playfulness into it. Um, Jordan said NHC is helping with persevere and not give up. That's a great thing to celebrate, Jordan. Um, Mary C said paying more attention to hunger and fullness. Okay, Emma bought, bought batteries for my scales. The last week Emma, Emma bought scales and now she's bought batteries as well. It's like, yes, go, go Emma. Okay, who haven't I heard from? Ruth, how are you getting on? Um, and Lisa, I, how about you? Oh, and Sue, 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 you haven't shared. Just give you guys a few minutes. Just one, one little thing could be, I love Jordan's like, I'm not giving up yet. I'm persevering. Like that can be a good, good one. Sue, did you want to unmute? Or Lisa? Yeah, Lisa, unmute. Hi, guys. Hey, everyone. I'm a... I'm I'm pushing two years with Jules, um, <laughs> and I uh, what I find the best is even um, I've fallen by the the fallen victim to summer vacations, visitors, and everything else. And so even though I'm part of the staying naturally healthy, uh, I'm trying to pop in with the naturally healthy club to get just listen and get some, some wisdom and bill. I'm going to spotlight you because when you said there's no excuse, not to do your daily plan. I was like, Lisa, <laughs> there's no excuse. You can do it in five minutes. Um, and so, uh, I have, um, uh, I've hopped back on the bandwagon and I'm doing my plan and what I'm working on right now is trying to figure out for the month of September, when I have a lot of things happening, how I can stay more engaged with um, all the things I know that from the, from the naturally healthy club that are good for me, my plan. And to be honest with you, stopping when I've had enough is like the, the main thing I can still do, which is good. Because it doesn't take any extra time. Hey, Lisa. No, that doesn't take any extra time. So that, guys, if you can get that, that's one thing you can hang on to while everything else seems like it's topsy-turvy. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm honestly just here to gain wisdom from all you newbies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lisa. So what if, like, just having a daily practice like what if that's enough like that's all you need to navigate well and, and, and jules that and and that is enough and even if i i, I it's best for me to write it down because i appreciate i like that ritual but i really do um bill i'm saying with you on that and sometimes i make excuses not to do it when i have visitors and believe there's not one um but i'm actually getting ready to go on a vacation mid-september jules to ireland Oh, are you? Yay. And what I don't want to do is drop off the map that whole time. So the mm. things I, I'm working on, the things I know I can do, which mm. A is going to be my daily plan now that I have Bill in my head. And 
I can stop when I've had enough. And then I'm going to work on a couple other of what me and my buddies call our anger habits, daily ex, daily movement or whatever it is that I can narrow down everything to just a bit where there's no reason I can't do it. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And that will be enough. Yeah. That will be enough. And if yeah. I can do that and that's enough, then I, and then I can feel good. Yeah, that's right. And you're going to enjoy the trip. And, and I think like, so maybe having like a really, like, I like this idea of having a really stream, streamlined version of your daily practice mm-hmm. so that it's like, so that there really is no excuses. Cause sometimes we can get it and you can get a bit right. excited and then we can like be writing, like having turn it into like a bit bigger one. Too so, much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you want to have like, what's my minimum, like, what are my minimum essentials for my daily practice? Mm-hmm. And just so that, and what's, and even like, what's my travel version, like my light mm-hmm. version. So I'm going to pack mm-hmm. it light. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does that feel good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so fun. I'm looking forward to hearing about your trip, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Great. I think we've, oh, Sue, 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 where's Sue gone? No, Sue's laugh. She's like, I hope she's okay. Okay. So that's great. Oh, actually, and Ruth had said um, doing okay and SNI, not so much on the T. Brilliant. Like SNI, way more important than the T, Ruth. So that's awesome. Um, so I'm also noticing when I'm full and have had enough. And that's, that is something really big to celebrate, Ruth. Like when you get into that place where you can notice, oh, I've had enough, like some people really struggle to even notice that, that feeling. So the fact that you're noticing that, you celebrate that in your brain. Like that's, that's a really big thing. And yeah, there'll be times where you feel that feeling and you still overeat and that's okay. Like just celebrate that you you're noticing and that you're bringing that awareness that's huge okay so let's recap on last week so we went through the four types of hunger last week so we went with physical hunger obvious um, emotional hunger which i think most of us have some feeling in which is that just that desire to check out or to not feel um, and then we had then then we learn about and a way to think about emotional hunger is like when you want to buffer like when you want to like things that like things are going on and it's too much and you want to use food to to buffer so you don't have to feel those feelings then we learn about um psychological hunger and that a concept that's probably new to most to most of us and that's really comes down to the 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 fact that the the concept that there's there's like a, a a brain part to hunger like there's a there is a like a, a, a psychology, psychological part to hunger and that tends to be stimulated by restriction. So this is one of the major reasons why diets don't work is because when we're restricting, when we're telling ourselves we can't have sugar, when we're telling ourselves we should be eating less, we should be cutting back, it has this counter, like, counterproductive thing of actually stoking our psychological hunger. So, yeah, sure, we can restrict and we can diet for few weeks or a month or a few months but that's why it's never sustainable it's because all that time we're building up this psychological hunger so what we want to do instead is pardon me excuse me um what we want to do instead is is 
like rather than telling ourselves we should be eating less and we should be cutting back, actually focus on this satisfaction, focus on feeling enough at mealtimes so that we're switching off that psychological hunger. And then the other piece to the psychological hunger is having an intentional treat policy so that we are allowing ourselves to have ice cream, we're allowing ourselves to have sugar, we're allowing ourselves to have wine with some boundaries around it so that we don't, we're not in that place where we're stoking that psychological hunger for sugar or for whatever it is. And we've all been there, like where we've got, oh, yeah, I'm going to stop this. And, and yes, sure, you can quit for however long, but then they'll come a point where it wants to, where you, something happens and you end up going crazy on it because you've been all that time when you've been quitting it and telling yourself, no, I can't have sugar. That's been building the psychological desire for that, that sugar. So there's, there's the, the psychological desire for like the total amount of food. And then also can, there can be for specific foods if we've been restricting in that way. Um, and so that's why in part of our process, we have those two, like the, um, we have enough, we're eating until we feel satisfied and so that we're turning off the psychological hunger and we're having our attentional treat policy. So that's the other thing that's turning off psychological hunger. And then we also, the, we discovered, thank you, thanks to Kate, the fourth type of hunger, which is like situational or habitual hunger. So you go to the movies and you've got this desire for popcorn. You, Kate's example of you going on a road trip and you want to have lollies or sweets in the car. Um, so they were the, and the way we manage that situational hunger is again, bringing intentionality to it. So like, there's nothing wrong with having sweets in the car or having popcorn in the movies. It's like, we want to just bring our intentionality to it. Like, do we really want this? Is this something that we want to do? And if yes, great. And then also be mindful of the quantities. So like having some boundaries around it so that we're able to enjoy whatever lollies in the car, popcorn at the movies, a glass of wine, you know, when you're out for lunch without like having too much. Because it's really these things on their own aren't a problem it's if we like it's when that when we have too much of them that that becomes a problem and actually having those things like having those little rituals where we've like they they can actually be, be beneficial because it's turning off our psychological hunger for lollies if we go oh yeah I'm going to have lollies when we go on a road trip next week I'm not going to need to have them every day between now and then like it helps us find that balance so did anyone have any questions on hunger or has anything come up since we um, since we learned about that last week? No. Okay, well, if something does come up, of course, anytime, just shout out and just ask questions. I'm all about, all about, I'm here for you. I'm here for the questions. Um, okay, so now let's talk about our process. So, and just a reminder, like we're in collaboration here, we're doing this dance where you we were actually in a mystery of uncovering like what your naturally healthy process is and what's going to what being a naturally health what your version of being a naturally healthy person what are the habits and the um the thoughts and the um behaviors behind your process and so there's there's three elements that we can include in our process so remember it's sit s-i-t so S for satisfied, like stopping when we feel satisfied. So again, eating until we feel we've had enough, um, but not going into the overeating territory. Uh, then there's I for making intentional choices. And the way we approach that, that's quite a big nebulous topic, but 
there's a few concrete things that we're doing. So we have our, our daily practice where we, we're thinking about making a plan for our, our alcohol or our treats or we're making a plan for what we're going to eat, eat for the day. Um, when we have our regular meal schedule and or slash snack schedule where we, we're eating meals on a regular basis rather than gra randomly grazing throughout the week. Um, then we have um, the other practice, yeah, our intentional treat policy. So deciding ahead of like what do we want our treats to look like and how, like, you know, how often do we want to be having them and how much and actually bringing intentionality into our relationship with treats and then finally like for those times where stuff comes up life happens where we get opportunities that we haven't been able to decide in advance when we're making those decisions in the moment we want to just check in with our future selves and how we're going to feel about that decision tomorrow or in a couple of hours like um, Margaret did which is a fantastic example of like making those decisions in the future, like checking in with the future so that the choices that we make are good for the moment, but they're also good that we're going to be happy with them. So we're able to bring that intentionality. Sure, we can plan ahead, but we also have that tool to be able to make intentional choices in the moment. So, so there's a big, there's a lot to the intentionality piece. And bringing like being someone who makes intentional choices is the biggest opportunity of all of our parts of our process I've worked with people who haven't ever mastered the stopping when they're satisfied they're just still cleaning their plates but they make like they're being intentional about what they're putting on their plate and they're being intentional about their regular meal schedule and that's enough to get them to lose significant amounts of weight without ever learning that skill of stopping when they're satisfied so so this intentional piece is the one that we want to implement first before we get to the satisfied section. Um, and then the final piece, and yeah, some people don't ever need that, like learning that satisfied skill. For me, it's been, I find it really helpful. Lisa said that it was helpful for her. Um, but yeah, just, just know that as part of you finding your mystery, like you'll know which are the most important things and which you can you need really that are really beneficial to you and which ones you can kind of either do a light version of or can skip altogether. And then our final part of our process is T for tracking. Um, and that's there's a few different ways we do that. So we're weighing ourselves every day if we choose to, that's one option. We're doing our progress quiz, which we're going to do together um, in a few minutes. And that's um and that's a way to track our habits and our thoughts about the work that we're doing. And then the third way, so if, and that's like any, like with the tracking, like what gets measured gets improved. So having some way to track your progress is really helpful to helping you A, recognize that you are making progress and also keep you on track. Um, so, but if you're not going to weigh yourself, then I reckon rather than just having the monthly, like the monthly check-in is better than no, no check-in, then I'd really encourage you to think about another way to track your progress, whether that's doing a challenge, like just tra tracking, am I doing my daily practice every day? Like that could be a way to track your progress. Or another way that I've been playing around with for my business is tracking how I'm feeling. So because one of my goals for my business, yeah, I've got financial goals, but I actually have a goal of like having feeling like I'm having fun in my business, like bringing joy into my business and my all my work, all aspects of my work, even the stuff that I 
have a nat- natural that I'm not not naturally like I, it's easy to be joyful about coaching people and um and creating stuff and doing recipes but it's not so easy to be um joyful about all the other aspects so I'm I'm actually tracking started tracking I've got an app where I, every day I rate myself on a scale of one to ten of um how much fun did I have at work today <laughs> and like with with a goal to and it's so mad like just me tracking that like paying attention to that is is enough for me to think through oh yeah actually I didn't really like have fun I was writing this this thing and I I wasn't really doing it with fun and so I can now now that I'm actually tracking it I'm finding myself checking in and it's like oh yeah actually before I start writing I'm like how can I make this fun and I'm bringing the fun to it because I'm tracking and I want to give myself a good score so the tracking is really really helpful um um Emma's asked what's the app called it's called Tally um Emma so I think they have an Android one as well I use that um so it's a, it's a habit tracker and you can oh hang on I need to send to everyone in meeting Tally there we go um and it tracks you can track you can set it up to track things however you like so it's pretty flexible but it's got a nice simple interface um so yeah that that tracking like habits can be can be just as powerful as weighing yourself every day so um so Ruth if you're like not so much on the T, maybe think about like what would be what would be a fun thing for you to track to just so that you have that that check-in every day okay so does anyone have any questions on the process or something that's like not working so well that they wanted to they want to coach on or any thoughts they want to sh- or comments you want to share? No, we're good. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So now let's talk about pleasure. Yay. So why do we want to? Why am I banging on about pleasure? Like why is pleasure important? So first of all, it's fun. Like hello isn't it amazing that the world exists and that like we have food like 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 Pavarotti said like that we get to like stop multiple times a day and just devote our attention to food like to this sensory experience that is delicious and nourishing like it's like so amazing that we have this so that's part of it like just because it's there and it's available to us why not um but the from a like Oh no, I forgot to put the roach bin out and then rubbish burns just come. Um, why pleasure? So really you know, it's a key part of being intentional. And one thing that I've really learned from working on myself and also like working with other people is that when we um, tune in to pleasure and that it's way more easy to feel satisfied. Um, with whatever it is that we're eating and when we're checked out and we're not experiencing the pleasure of the food that we're actually eating we want more and more and so it's really um, a key part of being intentional and it's a key part of like finding that satisfaction with a amount of food that feels really good um, or a amount of wine that feels really good and and we want to um, and, and by, by tuning into pleasure we like we 
like are able to separate out like this that that the enjoyment of food comes from our, the quality of our experience rather than it being about the quantity of the food like you know sure you can eat a lot of food but if they're if it's not really pleasurable what's the point like and that's when we get into like overeating and that causes problems for our waistlines whereas if we're we really tune into the pleasure it gives us this opportunity to find that satisfaction part and um, and I, Lorna, who was one of the people that worked in the original Naturally Healthy Club, before she joined that, um, she'd done the Fast 800 diet where she was eating 800 calories a day for like three months or something. And she lost all the weight. And she, one thing she noticed from that experience was on the days where she was intentional about her 800 calories and she made the effort to make something that was delicious even though it was 800 calories she was able to feel satisfied with with those meals whereas on the days where she was just a bit oh whatever I'll just grab whatever and yet like so at the end of the day she was still eating 800 calories but she felt like she wasn't satisfied she wanted more and more because she hadn't had the pleasure so it really is like Focusing on pleasure is a fun, but b it's going to help you get to your achieve your goals faster. <laughs> um, and the other part to pleasure is I did some work with a sex coach earlier in the year, and she was all about how like tuning into pleasure and you know food, all all the different types of pleasure that are available to us. It it helps soothe us, it helps us um, builds our resilience, and it helps us um, just like be better able to handle the stresses in life because we kind of we we get that nourishing from the pleasure that we that we can and it improves our relationships like it's there's so there's a heap of science around the benefits like the health benefits of pleasure um and i something i learned only this week is that actually like eating it actually and enjoying pleasure it actually turns on when we're tuning into pleasure, we tune into the present moment. So similar to like if you think about meditation or breathing exercises, that's all about getting you into the present moment. And so that's a way to tune into the, the parasympathetic nervous system. So like to remove stress. So rather than being in a stress cycle of flight or fight, eating and tuning into pleasure is a, is a way to soothe ourselves and, and to calm ourselves and to reduce that stress. So that's why we want to get into pleasure. So how do we actually do this? And it really just comes down to like what Mary's doing, like setting that intention of, yeah, I'm going to tune into this, turning off your distractions and just spending some time focusing on, on the food. Um, it can be helpful to slow down, but you can still eat quickly and experience the pleasure. So that's not a mandatory thing. Um, for me, slowing down is a like is definitely a, benefit of it and I enjoy my food more when I slow down so like putting the cutlery down between bites for me like taking a really I've done experiments and played around with like having smaller bites and playing around with the, the types of the, the combination of the parts of my meal that I have in each bite like there's so much you can play around with um, and you just want to like slow down put your cutlery down between bites and just Bring in as many pauses as you that feels good so that you're just taking a time to and, and also like I find like closing my eyes and um like when I'm tasting and when I'm when I was winemaking or when I was doing food science, like you know, I close my eyes and just really focus on what is here, get curious about what what exactly am I experiencing here? And you can really like 
have some fun with like, oh, what do I, and what do I like about this? Um, so like just, but, you know, cheating it as a game, like cheating it as fun and just bringing that curiosity and the playfulness to it is like, it's like, it's up to you to, to experiment and, and see what feels good to you. But just in the very beginning, just setting that intention of, oh, I'm going to focus on the food, um, is, is really key. And if you'll remember our exercise that we did in week two, where I got you to bring like two pieces of food and we ate one intentionally focus on the slowly focusing on the food and the other we ate when we were distracted with our phones like it's a completely different experience so you you might want to if you haven't done that exercise um you actually do that get yourself two pieces of food eat one as fast as you can with as many distractions as you can and then the other one slowly and savoring it and you'll like it'll be completely different and you'll also notice how you feel in terms of satisfaction after those and it will be very very different so um, that exercise is a fun is a fun one to do so if you need an excuse to go and get some ice cream or some chocolate like definitely or a beautiful piece of cheese um, definitely do or a glass of a glass of wine or a cocktail like you could do that with with any anything or it could be broccoli if you like um, so that's how to so let's talk about now about like the obstacles that come up about when it when we're talking about focusing on pleasure and one of the biggest ones is this productivity thing like particularly for lunch breaks it's like oh you know I don't have time to focus on this food because I've got to get stuff done and so eating at our desk sitting through through meals and it's just such like that whole hustle productivity culture thing is just it's really it's a lie. Like it just doesn't, it isn't true. Like human brains aren't designed to be working and producing 24 seven. Like we're not machines and it's just not how our biology works. What does work is taking breaks. Like we need rests. And there's so much research around this is that when we take a break and then come back to our work or come back to anything, we're like significantly more productive, we're significantly more creative and we just like we get more done and better quality of work when we are rested, like when we've allowed ourselves to have breaks. So if you've been telling yourself, I don't have time, I need to power through, like really have a good hard talk to yourself about that because and like eating a meal, it's like, you know, 10, 15 minutes is not a lot of time, but that that extra productivity that you're going to get from taking that break will blow your mind so like it, what you may much better able to focus like all the things improve when we take that break um so another thing obstacle that can come up to eating with distraction is like this fear of not being able to stop like if I allow myself to enjoy the food too much then I'm just going to turn into this eating machine like this isn't so common as the productivity one but I have seen it in a few people and it's interesting because the people that have had that that hesitation when they've have allowed themselves to go there and to focus on the pleasure they're always surprised how they're actually able to feel more satisfied when they tune into the pleasure so um you promise me trust me you're not going to turn into a you know eating and drinking machine like the more you tune into the pleasure the more you're going to find that satisfaction piece and the more easy it's going to be to feel like to find that balance in terms of getting your quantities right um yes 
Right. Yeah. Awesome. Mary said, I had thought about that today when I attempted to eat at my desk. Um, I set a timer, walked outside and ate my lunch outside. I had plenty of time. Exactly. So that thought is I have enough time to enjoy my meal is so good. And you would have been more productive afterwards, Mary, and you would have the sunshine as well. Like that would have been an added bonus. Like so good. So good. Um, and then the final obstacle that can come up is like just the fear of actually feeling whatever feelings are going to come up when we're not distracted with our phones or watching something, um, which with that, like, of course, like if that's something that's new to you, like, and the thought of being on your own, like, and what, what feelings are going to come up, if that feels scary, like, like first we want to bring some self-compassion into that like of course if this is a new thing and what you can do there is you can just dip your toe into the water so like like mary set a timer like it doesn't have to be like maybe you could just set a timer for one minute and just just have one minute where you focus on the food and then you can add your distractions back in but and then slowly you know dip your toe in and just know that we are going to be doing a lot of work around feeling our feelings and processing emotions um so you're going to get those tools. Um, but yeah, like that, that is a, a common thing that if you're feeling that resistance to this, that generally it's like a bit of a fear of what, what's going to, if I do turn off my distractions, like what's going to come up for me and just know that whatever it is, like you'll be able to handle it and that you don't have to do this all at once, that you can just dip your toes into that water and one of my clients, Melanie, who has worked with last year, she had shared something really beautiful in a group. So I'm going to read it um, around this because she had a lot of resistance and fear, uh, particularly because she was single and she was like, oh, I'm going to feel so lonely. Um, so, and she actually shared in response to someone else she posted in Circle last year. She said, I'm single and that was my fear too. So she said, six months later, I'm still somewhat surprised how little it's been an issue. In fact, eating without distractions has become my favourite peaceful part of my day. So that's something you can look forward to. So some things that have helped. One, getting curious about what I could learn about myself and the meal while eating. So textures, flavours, like, and I, I like love this idea of like, bringing the curiosity to it, like pretending that you're a, a winemaker or a, or a food scientist or a chef, like getting curious about the food. So rather than like it being this void of like, I've got no distractions, like actually letting yourself be distracted by the food, it can be really fun. Um, making the table a place where I wanted to be and eat. So eating outdoors if possible, putting a can or having a candle or fresh flowers, um, with a nice place setting. So I read somewhere that fine china is for single women too. So making that effort to choose a place that feels good. And if you love eating on like on the couch in front of the TV, just turning the TV off and still being comfy on the couch. Like I have, I've been having my lunch on the couch heaps during the winter, but, um, or sitting by the fire, like it doesn't have to be at a table. Um, being outside is amazing. And then reminding yourself, um, and then reminding myself in the beginning, this is Melanie talking again, reminding myself in the beginning, this is only one meal. I can handle one meal. Um, and then it wasn't helpful or necessarily even true to project a lifetime of meals alone onto this one meal. Um, so that's another thing. Like if you're a bit braver, like rather than just setting your time for one minute, just going, okay, I'm just going to try this for one meal and see how it goes, treating it as an experiment. And then the last thing that Melanie said was learning how to feel my feelings and handle my emotions, which Jules Clancy will be coaching on 
all the best to you. So that's that's the things that helped her. So help Melanie. And then Julie um, G had also shared in the group, like eating slowly without distractions and having gentle music on in the background is becoming a nice ritual. So just be open to just if because you may not have this as part of your habits now, like eating and focusing and really tuning into pleasure can be can be a really nice part of your day. So how are we all feeling about tuning into pleasure? Does anyone have any, does anything come up? Does anyone have any questions or fears or hesitations? No, we're good. We're all okay. Excellent. Okay, now let's move on to our progress quiz. Yeah, so with this pleasure piece, we're going to be doing the pleasure project in um, September. So I will be posting on the group in the next couple of couple of days. So it's going to be, rather than a challenge, I was like, let's make it a project. Um, so as a group, we can all um, discover like what our, um, yes, what is going to be like, yeah, what there is for us to when we tune into pleasure. Okay, so our progress quiz, this is our second one that we're doing. And we are going to, so the instructions are rate yourself on a scale of one to five when it comes to the following skills. So one being I never do this, two being I rarely do this, it's a struggle, three, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, four, I do this more often than not, five, um, I do this confidently and consistently, and then, oh, and then the last one is not, not applicable. So if you, there's one in here about weighing myself every day. So if you're not weighing yourself every day, you're making an intentional choice about that, you can go for not applicable. And if there's any others that you go, you know what, this doesn't apply to me, you're allowed to give it a not applicable because this is your process that you're, you're making up. Okay, so I'll just paste the questions in the chat as well so you can have them in front of you, but I will read them out. Um, and okay, I enjoy proper meals. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so our first question is: I eat intentionally to maximize the and and maximize the pleasure of food. So, just on a scale of one to five, just the first thing that comes into your mind. So. I'll give you a second. Don't judge it, just whatever the first thing is. Number two, I'm kind and self-compassionate. On a scale of one to five. Three, I love and accept myself at my current weight. Four, I review my self-concept and list of intentional beliefs. Five, I serve food on a bowl or plate and sit down to eat instead of grabbing random bites. Six, I do my five-minute daily practice exercise. Seven, I plan my meals ahead of time. Eight, I weigh myself and record the number. Nine, I can identify when my body has had enough to eat. Ten, I stop eating and leave food on my plate when I'm satisfied. Number 11, I enjoy proper meals. 
12, I plan my snacks ahead. 13, I review my day and think about what I want to do differently. 14, I'm able to allow an urge to be there without resisting or giving in. 15, I'm able to feel negative emotion without buffering with food. 16, I soothe myself every day. 17, I include protein in every meal. 18, I'm willing to make mistakes and get it wrong. 19, I make intentional choices with treats and alcohol. And then 20, I'm aware of my self-talk and coach myself in the moment. So what we want to do now is just have a look through your scores and just think about, you can tally up your score and compare it to last time to track your progress. But I want to, to think about like, what's what's something that's standing like what's what's the lesson here for you to learn like what's what's the opportunity here like when you read through this and think about your scores either what's something that's you've given a five that you're like yep I want to own that or what's something that you've given a low score to that you think actually you know what this is the next area for me to focus on like this is an area that's going to be an opportunity for me to improve so either type in the chat or if someone wants to, if you want to unmute and share what, what your thoughts, like what's coming up for you, that would be helpful too. Let's see. Let's give you guys a few minutes to process and think and have some tea. Okay, does anyone want to share? Yeah, come on, someone wants someone wants to want to have a chat. A Jane, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to say, your discussion about pleasure today is very was mind blowing. I did not realize that I do almost nothing for pleasure. That I have lost almost everything and yeah it's bad it's not good oh no, no, no it's an opportunity here Adine. like <laughs> there's a whole world for you to like that because when we did that food thing so I brought strawberries I have to say when I ate it slowly it tasted like dirt it was they were nice strawberries right they were they were but I yeah, I don't think that I allow myself anymore to be able to have to 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 do things for pleasure. I, I don't know. It's so weird. I I don't know. It's called being an adult, a dame. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, now that you know that, like, 
have a think about like what's one little thing that you could start adding in to your day where you're just doing it for pleasure whether that's food wise or maybe it could be a music thing like there's going to be like one piece of music that you and that's a whole nother thing that music has become so much of my grind rather than my love and that's yeah that's probably a good place to start food has all kinds of other things associated with it but mm, that's a very interesting thought or it can even be like just making commitment to like tune into pleasure at any like just once a day like it might be like before you start work or whatever or when you finish work like anchor it to a habit that you're already doing and just give yourself the challenge of like what's something that is pleasurable to me right now it could be like the feel of like if I like touch my jeans like they feel they they, I've got new jeans and they're really soft denim like they feel really nice or um you know the feel of your if you've got like your Ugg boots on like feeling your Ugg boot feet in your Ugg boots like or just looking out the window and seeing like what's something that's pleasing to my eye here like that's Mm, very very small little bits of yeah because now when you say that there are things now now if I think about it on a small scale like I like the feeling of water running through my fingers when I'm in the pool I stand by the the jets that sort of pour over the pool I just the feeling of the water running through my fingers feels really lovely and the sound yeah sound and feel is an important thing yeah and every time we do that every time we do that and tune into the pleasure that's bringing us to the it's like it's like this little we get that benefit of meditation it brings us into the present moment and it um and it and it calms us down like it's a really yeah so good great Adine. we will think yeah okay so mary said my score um reviewing the day and thinking about what to do differently remain the same so an area for improvement excellent mary mary c um yes mary a said a big improvement in um what i want to do reviewing my day and then she said opportunity to improve on self-soothing or at least in identifying what I'm already doing and focus on this self-soothing aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a really great thing, Mary, is like looking at what am I already doing? Because we can have different actions that we do, but if we're like not like the, the thoughts that we have behind it, if the motivation we have behind it is, isn't that this is soothing, then we don't get the soothing from it. But we can be doing, it's like me writing writing my article for SEO. Like I can write write it and it can be like a grind or I can have, I can write the same thing and it can be a joy and bring pleasure because I'm thinking about, oh, this is going to help someone when they're stuck, when they don't know, like they don't have any anchovies and they want to like cook this recipe. Like, so yeah, like that, that's so good. Like not actually adding in new things, but just bringing that intentionality into the things that we're already doing. That's huge. Yeah. I, I was, I was paging through the the playbook and I, I'll have to find it again, but you had a list of self-soothing things and just in glancing at it, I was like, Oh, I do that. I do that. But it was more like, like you said, it was more like sort of a, I'm journaling. Well, check the box. You know, I'm not 
feeling the self-soothing part of it. So, yeah. so it's like you know, the thoughts that, that you have intention. Yeah, that. so good. Excellent. Yes, Emma said she's um, doubled her score. Okay, oh my gosh, I just don't know the time. Okay, so um, yes, home play for this week is to just whatever you've decided to focus on, focus on that for this week. And also if you want to join in the, the pleasure pro project, um, that's going to be available this week. And also to post your review for August in the group. So, and it doesn't have to be big, just keep it simple. Um, okay, so we'll wrap up there. But if anyone, does anyone have any coaching that they they need or want? Looking at you, Adine. <laughs> so everyone, yes, feel, free to, feel, feel free to go. But if you want to hang around for coaching, you're welcome to hang around for coaching as well. Okay, have a great week, everyone. Bye. My coach does this and I'm always like, oh, I kind of want to stay, but like, just go. If you need, if you want to go, go. <laughs>
to be found in the places that I expect it to be found. So that wasn't it because, so also as part of this, Jules and I have been talking about, so I'm a musician and a conductor and one of my jobs, I work with the Canadian Children's Opera Company. And it's been a very many years, this is my 10th year, a very up and down, lots of changes in people who work, uh, bosses, and it, it, it's, it's a company full of chaos. But I love working with the children and I love, and I realize I love making a difference with them because I do. Um, because one of part of my job is I go into low income schools where these children have had almost no, usually no music experience at all. And I do create an opera with them and we sing and we act and we move and we do amazing things that they've never experienced before. And these children get an experience that really mm -hmm. is life changing for them. And, and I see that it is, it is an amazing opportunity, but I feel very frustrated because there's this constant, I'm overlooked for, it seems like everything. And once again, I was hit this weekend. I got a job offer, but it wasn't what I was, it was my old job, but the sort of the position one up is available, but I wasn't offered it. And I was okay with it, right, Jules? We said I was accepted. And then I spoke to my company. I spoke to another lady who works there. Now she it was an interesting thing that happened. So she told me that the next level, sort of the next choir up, they're looking to hire somebody else. They didn't post the job. They didn't ask me if I wanted it. I obviously wasn't even considered at all. And the person she said that they're looking to hire is somebody I went to high school with. I know who this person is. I am a significantly better conductor than this person is. And it just was like, <sighs> right in my heart oh. and it made me I didn't even tell my husband because I just didn't even want to relive how upset I have been since I found out but on the other hand the com the person who told me was the lady who's been my accompanist for the past couple years and she said they offered her said well what choir do you want she said you have taken the job and I'm working with her that is who I want to work with so she, her answer was she wouldn't even accept anything that they offered until she knew that I had said yes and that she was going to get to work with me fantastic yeah so it's sort of this such a bizarre situation to be in where I know I make such a difference in the children's lives and I know that the people that work with me love me to to that and, and it's I have so done you this. Have, have all those things that you want. I do. But it yeah. seems in a weird, but never sort of above that, that it's not appreciated from boss situation. Right. Play. So I, yeah, it's, I, it, it feels so confusing and conflicting. And, and I just, I just don't know. I want to be okay you know, to say, it's whatever it is. I need the job. I need the money. I am getting stuff out of the job. I know that. I know why I'm doing it. My girls come with me and they get to participate because I'm doing it. There's so many benefits. It just feels hurtful because I, in so many of my life circumstances that this has been the case that people work with me and under me would do anything for me 
And people who work above me seem to despise me or I don't know that that is that is not to despise, but that all that I put in and all the effort that I do is just it's sort not of rec- it's not recognized. It's not recognized. It's not recognized. I keep reading articles. Google must be listening because I keep sending me articles <laughs> about quiet quitting and, and all of this, right? <laughs> right? This, this not putting in the extra effort. And I just I just don't know. It's not really who I am to give only a piece. I am, I, right. I am dedicated. I am loyal. I am, I'm hardworking. Oh, I didn't put that in, in my, my list. Uh-huh. I have to add. Uh-oh, the vermin are here. <laughs> the small people attack. I'm sorry. I have to put on my list. Um, so yeah, just some, I'm just not sure how to not feel bad yeah right well what if like I I know it's the thoughts right yeah 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 so Dean like there's a couple of things first of all I think like celebrate that you actually have like what a list of strengths hello like that's amazing and also celebrate that you know you know what you want like you were very clear on all those things and I I love that it's like you want to like it's kind of like how you want to feel rather than than then you know some accomplishment outside and it's like those feelings are like they're like you know they're achievable like and and also recognize that a lot of those feelings you're already feeling yes in your with nothing having to change so celebrate that and then the thing is that like this is part of like the humanness of being a human is like (laughs) we have we want things we, we want to feel a certain way and we do feel that in a certain way we feel a certain way in some aspects and then like but then like there's in other aspects like other circumstances we don't feel that way and so we're called to the growth like and that's part of being like the joy of being human is that we have this desire to for, for more and to do more and so if we if you want to feel appreciated like you we have this urge to like desire to feel more appreciated, which is, which is great. Cause this is like part of what makes life interesting. Like we'd be really boring if we just went, Oh yeah. And we were just all content with, with feeling, I'm, I want to feel, feel, feel like I'm making a difference. I'm making a difference. End of story. Like, you know, humans would have died out years ago. So this is like cool that we have this, but it does feel a bit shitty. <laughs> like it does. Yeah. So, so rather than like, rather than like looking for a thought to because if when you learn about like thoughts creating emotions it can be it can be tempting to go oh well, I just need to find the right thought then I won't feel this bad emotion and then like well the, the problem will be solved well you know I like to solve problems That's yeah exactly awesome. like you and, you <laughs> and me you problems. and me both like I've totally been there um so in the so the thing is that that the feelings are going to still be there. So we want to, like, it's in, the only way that feelings really get resolved is when we feel them. So the next homework is to, like, actually, like, be self-compassionate and let yourself go there. Like, let yourself feel that disappointment that, that you know, you're not being recognised in the way that you want by the leadership team and that you're not getting that. And that stab in the heart, like, let yourself feel that and be okay with it like and just like not even be okay with it just 
just sit with it and just just go and be compassionate. Like I think like be self-compassionate with yourself when you're sitting it because it's like it's just a feeling. You can handle it and just spending some time with it, whether that's just thinking about it and feeling or if you're writing, journaling or um, you like to talk, so maybe like recording a voice note to yourself and just getting like speaking it out or even just maybe speaking it here is would has been enough but letting yourself process that like disappointment and frustration and whatever else comes up from it and then just letting it giving yourself some space around it so then letting yourself feel it first and then when you felt it like you'll be in a different place to to know what the next step is but you don't want to try and rush to the solution when you haven't yeah. acknowledged and processed that particularly if it's like you know a pattern that you've seen over a decade like you know it's that's going to take a little bit of time to or two yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 do you feel like that's something that you can that you can do like can you do you have that i think i i think absolutely i need to do something different because right. I'm with you along, right? We have to learn our lessons as they come up. Yeah. And this, right? This is obviously a repeating pattern. But, and I keep thinking, I have thought in the past that I need to solve something. I need to change something. But maybe you're right. Mm -hmm. It's not, I, I am who I am. This is who I am. This is what I have to offer. It works. It doesn't work. I, I just... It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's like okay. that acceptance piece. Yeah, yeah. And like and, but feeling the feelings first will help you like be in a better position to decide. Like because you might decide that actually it is, this is okay. And I, the, the, I want to feel like I'm making a difference to those kids. I don't really care if I'm making a difference to the CEO. Like it's like you know, that's not actually important to me. Yeah, there's like, you know, if I could choose, I would love everyone, would want everyone to absolutely love me and think I'm the world's most amazing person. But, you know, when you, yeah, when you feel the feelings, you're going to open up space to then decide, like, hey, where do I want to go with this? How does that feel? Yeah. Because I have, I've, I've been obsessing. I've drawn very hard work to not buffer with food because I <laughs> accept that that's not going to solve anything anyways. That's exactly um, but, good. So that's a celebration, Nadine. Yeah, it, it is. It is because I am absolutely the very much an emotional eater. Um, but acknowledging that and, and, and accepting that to, to make intentional choices, whether I want to wallow that way or not. And I, I didn't want to do that. Um, and even I've been thinking about it, but more sort of it comes up and I sort of just squash it down rather than let it. Mm, giving it space. Because if I let it be, I'm going to be really upset. Right, right. So that's the fear is that like, and that's, that's like that we like often comes up is like we're afraid that that we're not going to be able to come, we're going to be really devastated and we're not going to be able to come out of it. And that, so that's, so that's really 
um, yeah, like that's really common. So if you wanted to, like, um, like we could do an exercise, like where I could walk you through, like just just letting yourself feel it, like which we sure. we we could do now if you wanted, or we could do it next week if you wanted, like. Oh, what's next Monday? Next Monday. Yeah, next because soon I have to go. And and part of also my fear is that I've said yes, I'm gonna take the job. And now I have I it's not as though it's something where I'm not I have to deal with this mm -hmm. on a weekly basis. It's going to be in my face. And I want somehow I can't walk away because we need the job and all of the things that are positive from the job. And I don't want to be chased away because of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I need. Why don't we do it next week? Let's like just so after the, um, like the hour call, we'll all invite okay. everyone and, and we'll do an next, I'll do an exercise with the group. So if anyone wants to like practice feeling our feelings, like, we we can do that together like we'll get a specific situation in our minds and like just walk through like feeling and we can all do do it together as a group I actually just I'm just started working with a writing coach and she coached me this morning when we did this group exercise I was like this is really powerful I want to do this with you guys so this is a good opportunity that we'll do that next week so, okay that sounds yeah. good and then I I will have time to to process also. Mm. Yeah, and just and, playing, and know that playing around with it, it, it like that you can handle handle whatever's gonna come up. Okay. How does that feel, yeah. Jane? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> good, good for you. Yeah. yeah. Breathe, yeah. <laughs> Connecting with some pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That would that would be a good. Emma asked a question I wasn't sure. Oh. oh yeah. Um, you're so good. Um, I don't know if she ran away. Um, it's more. It wouldn't be that. Um, because the difference is a very slight difference from the choir that I'm doing now. It's just an age group up, so it's very much the same job. It's just it has much more prestige. It gives you. It, it's. It's the person sort of in charge of the whole department. And that seems to be not a place that they want me to. On some level, though, I'm glad not to do it because the person who's the level up from that is miserable and a horrible boss person to work with. So where I am keeps me buffered from the other person. But I, I, I still would, I, I, I just, yeah, I'm upset. I'm upset and I'm angry and I think it's, it's, it's old stuff as well. That, yeah, of course. Yeah, there's that, layers, that layers that to it. cumulative, right? It's not, it's not just this one circumstance. It's a cumulative. Okay. Next week, that would be great. I will do a little bit of, of just writing of, as things come up and not. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that then it's there, some feelings, even just some feelings that come up so that if I write yeah. them down. Paper can hold them. I don't have to hold them in my head. That's yeah, yeah, and also, yeah, some thoughts that are like if you've got a specific thought that's making you that's triggering these these feelings and about this situation, that'll be helpful okay. too. 
Excellent. Great, Jane. Thank you so much, Jules. Yeah. Yes. You take care. Okay. Does anyone else have anything they wanted to coach on today? Leslie, did you want to coach on the planning piece? I meant to message you. Leslie still there? No? Yes, we're good. Okay, we might wrap up there. Unless, no, no one wants to coach. We're good. Okay, have a beautiful week, everyone. I'll catch you guys next week. Okay, bye.